So thriving in today's fast-paced world of change and disruption requires innovation. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast that explores the ins and outs of innovation with raw stories, real insights, and practical advice from the best and brightest in the world of startups and innovation. Each week, we'll bring you the latest ideas in lean startup, design thinking, corporate venture capital, and more. Now, let's get started. So this week, we sat down with Ken Duran with the Atlanta Idea Factory as part of uh, Ericsson's innovation model and innovation hub and uh, the way that they take new projects and put it through uh, the, the rigor and, and role. And so we, uh, we sat down with Ken and, and he's had some really interesting things uh, to talk about, uh, everything from culture and getting the right person on the bus to you know, how you identify that, those types of people and, and what type of practices you put around it. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting interview because he specifically gets into some of the traits to look for when you're mm-hmm. looking for those entrepreneurs or people to put on the teams. And uh, some of them are quite surprising, especially when you think about the number of people that they look at where they finally narrow it down to the few people that they might put onto a team. And, and that's a big company like Ericsson with hundreds of thousands of employees. I think he also does, does a good job of uh, setting innovation in context and talking about how uh, a lot of what they do in their labs it really is Horizon 3 type of innovation. So you're working and dealing with a, a series of unknowns. You know, you're not dealing with just your optimization of your of your existing business, but how do you really innovate at the leading edges in different markets and different areas that you're not typically accustomed to working in. All right, let's get into your interview, Brian. So how did you get started with the particular group? Did you kind of raise your hand or were you volunteered or or what kind of was the impetus to say, hey, let's focus on this as as a key area within Ericsson? Ericsson is a very, very interesting company, and we're a very invention-driven culture. Uh, I meet with people from Fortune 500 companies from all over the world at different places uh, from time to time, and normally what I hear people say is they, they'll come in and they'll say, one of the things we need to do in our company is figure out how to generate new ideas. Ericsson does not have that problem at all. We are an idea-driven company. In fact, if we say we want to do an issue-driven innovation, we put up an opportunity, we'll get hundreds of ideas. Uh, and it becomes not so much a problem of the ideas themselves, but how do you sort through them and figure out which one should you do? Um, so we've had to put in place a, a lot of kind of uh, evaluation type efforts in order to figure out which ideas we should pursue uh, and execute against uh, so that we don't. Uh, and that's where the Lean Startup really came in, is that we couldn't afford to do them all. And we don't want to do them all the old big budget, big company way, because we can't afford to do that either. So this Lean program helps us then go through these ideas much more quickly and sort out the ones that aren't going to be, don't need to be pursued through that old fast failure type approach uh, and uh, find the things that we really should be pursuing. Because our, our culture is pretty innovation invention driven, the opportunity to do these sorts of things is not necessarily terribly difficult, but the culture in and of itself is a difficult culture uh, to, to operate within. I mean, we find this in a lot of companies that I talk to and that we're just not very, we're very risk averse and we don't really care for failing. Uh, and, and one of the things that we began to understand that uh, in this kind of completely revamped our program about 18 months ago was we began to really understand that it's not so much about the ideas themselves, it's about the teams that you put around them. 
and that the vast majority of the people that work in a giant corporation are the wrong people to work on entrepreneurial efforts. Uh, and in fact, you know, being here in New York City for the Lean Labs event, that's what I'm here to talk about is, is the most important thing we've learned in the last 12 months is that you have to put the right people with the right thinking styles against projects. So talk a little bit about what is a, a right person for, to take on these innovation efforts. So one of the things that's been really interesting is I rediscovered something about, about a year ago. There was some work done back in 2007, 2008 out at the University of Virginia by a brilliant uh, research professor named Sarah Sarasvathy. And, and she had done the original work on this thing called effectual thinking, which is all about uh, the dominant thinking style of individuals being effectual versus causal. Uh, and what she found through her research was is that the vast majority of entrepreneurial people, successful entrepreneurs, I'm talking about people who had sold their companies or divested it out at $250 million or more, very, very successful companies, um, were totally dominated, dominated by effectual thinking skills. Now, I had seen that work back in the late 2000s and, and looked at it and thought, yeah, it's very interesting, but what do I do with that information? So what, right? All of a sudden, as we began to do more and more of these lean projects and began to look at the success and failure, I began to realize, wait a minute, when you combine together lean startup with the effectual thinking skills, if we find the right people, we find the explorers in our midst inside the company and apply them against these lean projects, We've now got a marriage of skills that actually leads us closer to success. Here's the thing that I tell people all the time inside of Ericsson. I, go, I, I am very much uh, locked into this idea of innovation horizons, things being close to your core out of the transformational edge, markets that don't exist. And our teams work very much in the Horizon 3 environment, in the markets that don't exist. You've probably heard that term before. Horizon 3 in and of itself is not predictable. It has unknowable outcomes. Therefore, if you're working on ideas with unknowable outcomes, all ideas are equal at day one. And it doesn't really matter which idea you pursue because the outcomes are all unknowable. Therefore, if you're going to pursue them, the team is more important than the idea. Very similar in the startup realm. It's, the team matters more than, than the idea half the time. That's exactly right. But one of the things that startups have an advantage of is that people don't go work for a 15-person <laughs> company unless they already have that mentality. Yeah. Inside of a company like Ericsson, that mentality is not present in the vast majority of people, nor should it be, by the way, because we have to execute on that $40 billion amount that we have to hit every year. So, you know, it becomes kind of an interesting dynamic. So do you find a pattern of job titles or individuals, or how do you actually go through the assessment process to understand if they're a right fit? Well, that's a really interesting question. Now, what I'm going to tell you here is all kind of conjecture at this moment because we're developing this. This is something that really has hit us brand new over the last six months to go in and look at this. But we found there's really three things that we find that are important. And there may be four things or five things, but we haven't found the other two yet, okay? So just the three we know about right now, okay? All right, so number, number one is do people have the behaviors of entrepreneurs? Are they action-oriented? Do they have a bias towards accomplishing something? So one of the first things we do is through either self-assessment or management and peer assessment, we learn whether or not somebody has this bias towards action. Uh, do they will? Are they have certain behaviors that they take? Uh, you know, and we've got this huge list of things we look at, and then we look for people. Maybe they displayed X or Y or Z, uh, and that helps us narrow down the people we want to look at. So that may take a thousand people to a hundred people.
So, so are you actively looking at your, your cast of characters and saying, okay, here's some potential people we want to further evaluate? Or are people raising their hand and saying, we want to be part of this? That's the plan. It's a little bit of both right now, okay. right? Uh, so that's kind of leg one of the story. Leg two is their thinking style, right? Do they have a mature thinking style? Is it dominated by either effectual or causal thinking? What are the things that we're looking for there? And there are, there are scientifically validated tools that we can use and do assessments of people. So once we've narrowed that group, let's just say from 1,000 to 100, then 100, we can look at the assessment piece of, then once we get to that, we can narrow it down to the crossover people that maybe that 10 or 15 people out of a 1,000 that really have both the skill set, the maturity of thinking, the, the dominant thinking styles, the entrepreneurial pieces, and then maybe it's latent, maybe it's something that they've kind of got in their background or their history, but they really aren't demonstrating it even today. We don't know. We kind of work through that. And then we have to put them in an ecosystem that can make them look successful, incentivize them differently, reward them for failing fast, which is completely different than the average. So how's it going? What have you learned and where, where do you think you're going next? Uh, it's been it's been really interesting. I'd say we've we've been at this really hard now for two years. I would say that we've we've just this year had our first immensely successful project uh, that's gotten a, a whole lot of a whole lot of press and a lot of uh, interest from the senior management team across the board. Um, but it took us a while to learn how do you apply these things within a company like Ericsson in order to find ways to be successful. Uh, and it's it's much different than the standard way of doing business. And do you think that differs based on the culture or are there similarities no matter what type of corporation? So if we're, we're, you know, some of our audience are probably new folks in corporations trying to figure out how to do this or how to implement it They're maybe three, four, five years before or uh, where you guys are at, what are some of the things that you could say, hey, here's some things you should really focus on or, or do well at the beginning or things we've learned that could help that? new team kind of set out straight yeah i would say that's the most important things i would say that we've learned is that just because a person comes up with an idea doesn't mean they're the right person to actually work <laughs> on the idea uh, and that's been something that's been difficult for us because generally the ability to work on an idea was the reward for being an idea creator uh, and what we've learned is uh, that that may not be the right way to do it uh, if you want them to be successful. Now, if you're just using it as a rewards program, yeah. happy, happy, joy, joy, that's fine. Uh, but if you're actually wanting to turn it into a business and build some value on top of it, you need to make sure you have the right team applied. So applying the right team to an idea is probably the most fundamental thing that we've learned. Okay, so Brian, you know my background is in talent assessment and understanding how you can find the right people doing the right things. So I'm pretty much in love with Ken. <laughs> well, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, but seriously, being able to have such a mature understanding of knowing what the right traits are, uh, that is so fundamental to any of these innovation initiatives. There are so many people who dive into doing all the, the lean startup training and design thinking courses and whatnot with the wrong people. And if you don't start with the right people at the beginning, you are going to have a much, much harder hill to be climbing. I think it also speaks to the fact that a lot of corporations um, use innovation as, uh, like you said, a, a reward system. Like they don't really care about the innovations. Sometimes it's more like, hey, show us your ideas and, and then you'll get a pat on the back for, uh, you know, bringing that to the table where, you know, the, the companies that are really innovating are the ones that are truly thinking about how do we actually get value out of this and, and not just go through the motions or, you know, 
Um, how do we get the right people working on the right things to create the right value um, for a corporation moving yeah. forward? Yeah, we did mention it at the beginning, but Ken had experience in three different startups before he came over into right. the corporate field. And so that's interesting, especially when you take a step back and you think about who you even have leading your innovation initiatives. He's able to bring at least a, a different level of maturity in thinking about how you approach innovation, uh, which I think is definitely helping Erickson out. Yeah, it's, it's part of the thing that he said about, you know, both finding the explorers, but typically the ma- majority of folks that are in your corporation, just the nature of the fact that they've wound up at a corporation yeah. are rarely the type of pe- people that are, you know, the true founders and the, and the true yeah. startup. And, 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 and that's okay. Exactly. That's okay. You don't need everybody to do it. I mean, I, we, I was just looking at it recently, the GE and their FastWorks program, like, like a banner child for lean startup in the corporation only has about 15% of their employees trained on FastWorks. And so when the vast majority of people in your organization are supposed to be continually finding ways to optimize and execute on the existing business model, uh, you can take the time to find the right people because it's a smaller amount of people to focus on those really big Horizon 2, even Horizon 3 innovation initiatives. Great. Well, that's it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Special thanks to Ken Durand for joining us this week, and thanks to the folks at the Lean Startup Company for connecting us at their Enterprise Summit in New York City a couple months ago. Uh, Reach out and let them know how much you appreciate them uh, on Twitter at the Lean Startup, and uh, you can reach us on Twitter at the IO Podcast. Uh, Give us some feedback. Let us uh, know your comments. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have 30 seconds to spare, we'd love for you to go over to iTunes, leave a review, subscribe there as well. And until next time, go out and innovate.